Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a tremendous talent, uh, award winning columnist and, and journalist. Sports is his field. I read one of his books uh, a while back, uh, How to Be Like Jackie Robinson. It was absolutely terrific. I actually got got one for somebody for a uh, for a present as well. Uh, absolutely terrific. His latest is The Rise, Kobe Bryant, and the Pursuit of Immortality. It is a must-get. I've ordered it. I haven't read it yet. Uh, but here to talk about is Mike Sielski, the author of that. Mike, how are you? I'm great, Frank. Thanks for uh, taking the time to speak with me. Well, thrilled to have you. Uh, let me ask you, and, and I'll ask you to correct me uh, where I'm wrong, but it was always my impression when Jelly Bean Bryant, uh, Kobe's dad, went to Italy, uh, they, they rented either a, you know, either a castle or a very large house, and it, I was always under the impression that a lot happened there for Kobe. He had, like, privacy to, to, to play in the middle of the night. There was a lot of lo- uh, loneliness there, that, you know, not a lot of Americans. Um, it, it, where am I right on that? Where am I wrong? Well, it, it's interesting you say that. I spend a whole chapter of the book on the Bryant's life in Italy and its impact on Kobe. And you're right. The Bryant initially lived on a villa um, in a town called Rieti um, as Joe began his professional career there. And they were isolated. They were fish out of water. Um, you know, how many other black families were there around in Italy and, you know, who were as athletic and as intelligent and all those things? And, um, you know, the impact for Kobe was – yeah, there was isolation. It bonded the family. It bonded Joe and his wife Pam and the two daughters, Sharia and Shea and Kobe. They became a very tight-knit unit. But it also became, in a way, kind of Kobe's laboratory to immerse himself in basketball, to immerse himself in a different culture, um, to be able to observe the way his father plays the game, the way other people, his father's teammates and opponents play the game. Uh, it's like a giant study hall for eight years. And so when the family moves back to Lower Marion Township in suburban Philadelphia in the in the late fall of 1991, you know, in a way, culturally speaking, Kobe's more open. You know, he's he's basketball is going to be his way to like assimilate himself into the culture of his school and get to know his peers. But he's open to meeting anybody and engaging with anybody um, because he didn't have the upbringing that most of the kids at Lower Marion uh, in the Lower Marion Township had. You know, they, they he didn't grow up as they did, so he was more open to learning about them, and I think that helped him and, and something that stayed with him throughout his life. Getting back to uh, Joe uh, Joe Bryant, uh, what kind of dad was he? And, you know, we, we hear, you know, a lot about Earl Woods, and we hear about, you know, uh, different fathers that, uh, that, are, uh, that are heavy into their kid's life. What, what kind of guy was Joe Bryant? Is Joe Bryant, but what kind of guy was he uh, as, as far as raising Kobe? Was he a nurturer? Yeah, he was much more of a nurturer uh, than Pam was. Now, now the thing about Joe and Pam as parents is that they were rigorous with their children um, when it came to academics, when it came to how they behaved, all those sorts of things, except when it came to Kobe vis-a-vis basketball. They really indulged him in that regard. There's some scenes in the book where Kobe's very young in Italy, and he's you know shooting on a hoop while Joe's team is practicing, and the Italian coach admonishes him, hey, could you stop dribbling, Kobe? And Kobe tells him, F you. Um, wow. So, you know, there, there was definitely a measure of being spoiled, it, certainly within the sport of basketball, uh, for Kobe as a young, at a young age. And, 
you know, it's an interesting it's an interesting background, Frank, because Joe had been he was a very talented basketball player, but he was kind of born too soon. He was six foot nine and played like a guard at a time when somebody who was six foot nine played in the post and he never felt he got his just due or a just chance in the NBA. So um, Kobe grew up hearing that and, and kind of taking in Joe's bitterness. And he decided at an early age, you know, I'm going to redeem the Bryant name in the NBA and in basketball. And he, he, that was part of his mission was, you know, I'm going to be the player my father never got the chance to be. Uh, before we continue, let me remind everyone, The Rise, Kobe Bryant and the Pursuit of Immortality, it is a must-get. Mike Sielski here with me, Frank McKay. Uh, Mike, uh, w- what do you know about Kobe now uh, that r- may surprise you that that you didn't know prior to writing the book? You know, I didn't really, I don't think, appreciate it, Frank, how um, devoted and committed he was at such an early age to becoming the greatest basketball player in the world. Um, you know, it, it's something that we're all familiar with from Kobe's career in the NBA, but it, it, it still surprised me that at age 13, 14, 15, he was doing the kind of things he was doing to get himself ready um, and how this, how planned this all was. You know, when he was 14 and 15, he and a friend would drive around to playgrounds in Philly and just outside of Philly, and they would play hoops. And they would play hoops this way. The friend had two jobs. The friend was to rebound for Kobe as Kobe worked on his footwork and dunks and shot three-pointers. And the friend was to yell at Kobe, you're soft, you go to a white school, you're not black enough. All these things that Kobe was hearing at the time and that he, was go- he knew he was going to hear throughout his high school career and early years in the NBA so that Kobe could kind of gird himself for what was to come. And the idea of that, I mean, I think back to myself, 14, 15 years old, like, you know, I was happy just if a girl talked to me when I was 15, <laughs> and this kid is preparing himself yeah. for, you know, what's ahead, and what's ahead in his mind is a, a long career in the NBA as the greatest player of his era. Uh, just uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah, and I love the fact that you wrote this book and you took this approach to it. Uh, how much different uh, is uh, is it now that it's complete and, and the anticipation that you had uh, originally? I mean, how much different is it? Um, ultimately than what you started out to write it's pretty similar to what my vision of it was that the elevator pitch for the book the idea that the germ that i had was that it would be batman begins for the black mamba if you've ever seen the movie batman begins it's all about how and why bruce wayne decides to become batman and how he goes about doing it and i wanted to do the same thing for kobe um like i said i think in the book you know because he entered the nba when he was 17 it felt like he grew up before our eyes Uh, the entire country and the entire world. But there was this rich story in the years before that that I knew and that I had access to, and that was what I wanted to tell. And I felt like that if if I told that story in the right way of his early life, someone who was even kind of just tangentially familiar with Kobe would be able to see exactly how and why he became the man he became, for good, for bad, for complex, um, over the course of his life. I can't wait to read this book. Mike, uh, before you go, give us a website, a social media site where we can follow along with what you're doing. Sure. Um, well, you can, if you want to order the book, um, as of today, you can get it anywhere you, you get books. But quickest and easiest thing to do is to go to theriseofkobebook.com. Go to that website. You'll be able to order it. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Mike Sielski, M-I-K-E-S-I-E-L-S-K-I. 
um, and at the Philadelphia Inquirer at inquirewithanai.com. Uh, Mike, congratulations on everything and certainly the rise. Uh, it's already getting rave reviews. Can't wait to read it. Thanks for being here, Mike. Thank you, Frank. Mike Sielski, everyone. The name of the book is The Rise, Kobe Bryant, and the Pursuit of Immortality. Uh, I love that story about Kobe Bryant. I'm glad he backed it up. He, uh, he has a whole chapter in there about Italy. And I'm big into into success and studying uh, success and how people get there. And, um, you know, I'm big on the Beatles in Hamburg, right? They they were this Liverpool band that was just kind of uh, run-of-the-mill band, and they ended up going to, uh, originally going to Hamburg, Germany to, uh, to you know, to do a, a series of, of shows and some um, cheesy little clubs in the beginning. And they were playing, you know, eight hours a day, depending on who you listen to, seven hours a day, eight hours a day, and uh, seven days a week. And after three months, they came back, and they were just a completely different band. And, uh, you know, I like to think of uh, of Kobe Bryant's Hamburg uh, as being Italy when uh, he went there. His father was an NBA player and uh, ended up taking a contract in, in some uh, some European uh, leagues in Italy, uh, they they rented this villa that was like a, a castle, and my understanding is that uh, he had a a lot of privacy where he could play, and he wasn't keeping anybody up, and he would just be out there all day, all night, uh, in the middle of the night, and he would just work on uh, on his his approach, work on a shot, uh, work on everything, and uh, I you know I've I've. Since I heard that story, I've always been believing that it was kind of his moment. That was like his, uh, you know, again, his Hamburg, like the Beatles. And when he came back to America, he was a completely different being. And, uh, you know, listen, I look forward to to reading the book. Mike Sielski is one of the best in the business, uh, Philadelphia Inquirer, uh, and the uh, just uh, wonderful coverage there. And, uh, you know, Kobe started out in Philadelphia. I think the book starts out in Philadelphia. Uh, Joe Jellybean Bryant, uh, Kobe's dad, was a uh, was a lifelong resident of uh, of uh, Philly from what from what I understand. And he played for the the Sixers. Uh, He got drafted by the the Warriors, uh, if I remember correctly. I'm going off memory Um, before my time. Well, before my time. But um uh, Golden State Warriors, I think, picked him up, and then he he got traded before the season started to the Sixers, and you know he played there with Dr. J, and I don't think he ever won a championship. I think they they lost to Portland in in the seventies, and he was traded before he had a chance uh, to to win with them. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. Mike Sielski is the author of The Rise, uh, Kobe Bryant, and the Pursuit of Immortality. Check out the book. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down.